Today's podcast is brought to you by the Curtain Jerks Podcast, the funniest wrestling podcast on the internet, full of sketches, improv comedy, and interviews with real WWE impact and other wrestlers. To check out their stuff, go to soundcloud.com slash curtain jerks. Make sure to leave comments. Enjoy. And welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast. I am Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomaville. Hey guys! Hey, there's still an introduction to go. Oh, and and joining yeah, us as always is, is Phil Rand to the Sports Outsider. Yay, Phil's back! <laughs> he Phil's back! Phil's back! Yeah, had your day in the sun. But Jordan is here with well, us. Thank you, Joel. Once yeah. again. I really appreciate that. By the way, guys, the mics. Yep. Oh. The sound so crystal. They clear. better be. Yeah, they're Who's, everywhere now. You know, and all that we had to collect your mail for you. Your dog oh God, died yeah. of starvation. Oh no! Yeah. We really wanted to go in there and feed him, but you didn't tell us to feed your dog, and we're right. like, we don't want to jump in there. No, so. that would have been kind of presumptuous. Yeah, you. that would have. You don't know these things because you have not even been back to your apartment yet. You no, came. I, I could use to the I could use my too. mail actually. That'd be really helpful. Yeah, that, burned it. Well, yeah. in the funeral, <laughs> in the funeral pyre for your yeah, dog. Yeah, exactly. We <laughs> we had a Viking funeral for your dog. <laughs> They burned it in the fuel wars. That's no. what yeah. I, at first said. I'm like, oh my god, I missed the post-apocalyptic fuel wars. You did. Yeah. You oh. did. You'd think you would have noticed the apocalypse, but you were really focused on I'm those fixing microphones. the microphones. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the minor league baseball and the Japanese league were particularly yeah. tricky. <laughs> uh, so many of them. OJ Simpson update watch update. OJ Simpson update watch update brought to you by Isotoner gloves. Put them on your hands. Isotoner gloves. Make sure not to stab. Stab, stab, stab. <laughs> All right. Hey, yeah. That's a pertinent sponsor. <laughs> yeah. Joel's tickled by that. He, you really <laughs> like the theme song. All right. We- we're, we're dusting off. That was the old uh, drop from the 1997 update. Watch update. Yep. Yeah. Which we last did during the civil trial. That took. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember we were so young then. We were so yeah. young. I was in my 40s. It was great. It, it must crazy. have been podcast yeah. 14, 15. Crazy something. about yeah. how far ahead of the curve we were on podcasting, and yet somehow failed to really take advantage of that. <laughs> well, we're not as good as other people. <laughs> yeah, right, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, we were the innovators, and yet the people who came after just blew right past Yeah, the outovators. Really did. But is everyone watching American Crime Story? Oh. I'm not. Uh, really? I'm, are, you talking, you know. are you talking the people versus O.J. Simpson? Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. It's incredible. This uh, whole segment is just an excuse to talk shit. Right. Oh, I have not seen it. Oh, I'm you got to watch it, Phil. Well, I don't like sports. It, but it's <laughs> not. A, it, like, they, never, they barely talk about him playing Oh, sports. a football player is in the, the star of a show, and you say it's not about it's sports? Come Every on. time they go to a cop, the cop is like, oh, man, but it's OJ. He's a football star. Right. Yeah. The juice. <laughs> yeah, it's basically it. It's, it's David it, Schwimmer saying the juice. It right. is such a juice? fascinating like set of deja vu because there's like so much of it that I kind of remember. And yet there's so much more where it's sort of like, oh, wow. Like when I was 12, yeah. I was largely unaware also, of the police brutality problem. Since we've lived oh, in yeah. Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. Say, yeah. But, uh, so you may have heard, but what in what would go down in about the worst break in chain of custody in history, a construction worker found a knife on OJ's property. Sure. Like any reasonable person, he assumed the knife was a murder weapon. <laughs> yep. And thought it'd make a great conversation piece, so he gave it to his friend, the LAPD. Yeah. Yep. Who then sat on it for 15 years. Presumably, this would be the smoking gun that, you know... 
got the LAPD in trouble for conspiracy Wait, to did, frame a person for murder. Did he say why he didn't turn it over? I mean, he was a cop, right? No, I had heard that he was just sitting on it, and then he wanted to get it framed. Wanted to get it framed, and Phil. And that's what finally that's so made him weird. realize, like, you know, I'm going to get this framed. You know, I'm going to talk to you. Hey, Dale, you know anyone on any does good framework? Oh, I don't know, John. What are you getting framed? Oh, so this murder knife I found from OJ. Yikes. Oh, geez, John, you should probably tell someone about that. Oh, gosh, it's Friday. Come on. That's you know, so what, what weird you're gonna, you're gonna, behavior. Yeah, it's very weird behavior. Yeah. Uh, pretty hilarious on some level. Like, tragic on another, but... Are we sure he's not lying? That feels like a lie. No, here's the thing. I don't think he's lying, but it's very likely not the knife. No. it's just like a construction knife. Right. Yeah. Because it was the murder weapon in the right. OJ trial. If it's trial, not the cool murder weapon, that? why would he get a just a random construction worker's knife framed? Because he could say it was the murder weapon in That's the OJ so, trial. That's what weird behavior. It is odd. It, it's, yeah, it I hope he gets disbarred <laughs> and loses his medical yeah, license. I was going to say, both those things have already happened. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. Uh, no, so multiple sources are saying it could not be the knife. One okay. of these sources was OJ himself, who, when pressed on how he knew it wasn't the murder weapon, said... No reason. Shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> yes. Ostensibly to himself. Right, yeah. 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 Right. Well, I'm sure OJ has a perfectly good reason for that. We should respect. We should absolutely. Yeah, but no, we're kidding. But apparently he's in jail, you know, OJ, and he's making jokes about this. Uh, a retired prison guard slash friend of OJ who wrote the book uh, called Guarding the Juice. Yeah. Is, is telling us Guarding the Juice. Coincidentally, Guarding the Juice, also the name of an adorable children's book with a bear who's like a rent-a-cop for a glass of grape juice. There we go. I bet that at the end, the squirrel gets the juice. (laughs) Yeah. Well, kind of. But if if you're looking to get a a preschool graduation present, Mm -hmm. two entirely different books. Yeah. One is about a prison guard's relationship with O.J., One's about the bear. Well, I do have to say that the the scene where the juice goes into the shower room with the other juices, a little graphic for kids. (laughs) Yes, it is a little graphic for kids. Fair. Uh, so anyway, one of OJ's zingers on this whole situation is, if it's rusted, I'm not busted. <laughs> there we go. Okay. I like it. That's what he said. Per Picked this up a little guard. something from Johnny Cochran. Well, here's yeah. the thing. That's good. That's good. That's not acquittal on a double homicide good, though. <laughs> right, yeah. That's like, it, it, it's short of Cochran for that reason. Like, that's why, that's why you're paying Johnny Cochran so much is is for something better than if it's oh, yeah. rusted, I'm not I busted. think that he would have done better to say, if it gets tested, then I've been bested. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. I think yeah. it works. Joel? Oh, boy. Uh, if if it's got a hilt, boy, my guilt. <laughs> What's a hilt? <laughs> hilt of a knife? Knives have hilts? If the knife is bloody, <laughs> I'm a real funny duddy. <laughs> You know, it's funny. I actually came up with that one oh, beforehand. Really? Yeah. I'm just like, mm, I don't know. Yep. I, I'm just going to ask them because I got nothing. That's fair. Um, so, okay. So, uh, former, oh, also weighing in, former LAPD detective Mark Furman. Oh, Racist. Good. Let's hear from him. He said, it can only be a certain width, length, and sickness. Or it simply isn't the weapon I planted to frame that. Ni- oh God! <laughs> oh yeah, Mark Furman, you're the damn worst. He's got to stop saying <laughs> those oh, things. Oh my God! Jokes yeah. aside, a majority of that quote was given to Fox News. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, They're probably huge Furman fans. <laughs> oh yeah, actually, he does a lot of commentary work for them because that of his sense. good work yeah. as a police officer and no sure. other reason. Sure. <laughs> Uh, OJ is currently serving time in a Nevada prison for armed robbery. Yep. Mm-hmm. A robbery. Robbery. Yep. Yeah. In what is largely considered to be sports' greatest makeup call. <laughs> Fair. Okay. Fair. He's, he's, he's <laughs> serving 9 to 33 years. Mm-hmm. So while he cannot be tried for uh, the murder again, 
Unless they find new evidence, right? No, even if they find new evidence, he can't be retried. Really? He's already yeah. been tried. Double no jeopardy, man. However, <sighs> however, he's on he's up for parole next year yeah. on a nine to thirty three year sentence. Nine they, to thirty three? They yes. However, <laughs> this parole board would be able to take in new information. So if this, uh, so if this knife did in fact prove his guilt, while well, he can't go to jail for it, it probably would lessen his chances for parole here. Parole. That makes sense. Parole denied because it turned out you did kill that guy. That you did <laughs> yeah. kill that Wait guy. a second, though. So if they find a video or photos of him slitting the throat of his wife, then they'd be like, oh, double jeopardy. You can't. Like, they can't introduce yeah. any of it. Really? Yeah. This was the plot. That's of, insane. I think, I think this was the plot of the movie Double Jeopardy. Was I written. never saw it. I've seen Double Jeopardy on the television program. You've seen Double Jeopardy the category. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And on that one, just the price values are double. But they never ask the same question twice. Bingo. Bingo. What's on the show today? Oh, O.J. Simpson, update, watch, update. O.J. Simpson, update, watch, update. Brought to you by... Isotoner gloves. The gloves that may not fit. Isotoner gloves. A quit, a quit, a quit. Oh, that was fun. That yeah, was they had delightful. A good, they had a little like uh, a South Pacific feel. I did. I liked it. Yeah. Well, what do we have on the show? I today? imagine an Irish person. Joel. Got to be. Yeah. <laughs> no, we got uh, Brock Osweiler, uh, who just signed a big oh. new contract with the Texans after sort of starting for half the season for the Broncos this last year. Okay. Uh, so here to talk to us: four years, seventy-two million dollars. That's a large contract for a backup wow. quarterback. Yeah. So he's here to talk to us a little bit about that contract and how he, he feels about moving to Houston. Wow. Uh, and then I believe we also have Nat Spigman. Yeah, our favorite entrepreneur, Nat Spigman. Right, and this yep. guy doesn't really have a relationship to sports, right? We've had him on, th- like, this is like the fourth time we've no, had he, him on. No, he's yeah. an entrepreneur that focuses in the sports space with his uh, hit company, Clune. Right, yeah. I thought he, but he doesn't always, like, we first had him on to talk about boxing. He was attending right. a boxing match, which was a tenuous connection. Yeah, and then he tried to invent a five-second sport that would fit on Snapchat. That was a bit, le- and what's that his reason good. for this time for showing up? Uh, he's actually very interested. There's a lot of uh, talk about virtual reality and shooting sporting matches in virtual reality while he- Clune is going to try to jump in that space. Ooh, All right. so we're going to get to hear uh. all about that. Uh, and we have a wide world of weird sports. <laughs> You're goddamn right we do, but first, news, news, news. <laughs> news, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. And also Jordan. News, news, news. Oh, thanks. Thanks, Drop Guy. Yeah, uh, yeah well, that was pre recorded, so <laughs> I'll have to it tell was, him. But later. not Jordan, I yeah. believe. Well, yeah, but I believe, I believe he recorded mm. all of the potential ones in advance, so it's nice to finally have the butt with Jordan yeah. into circulation. Oh, we great. had to dust that one off and bring it out here. That's true. This is phenomenal. Yeah. I missed you guys. I hey, missed you I so much, Jordan. I miss things. <laughs> Phil and I were <laughs> so close to killing each other, you have no idea. Yeah. Actually, that is true. Yeah. Joel can be a very frustrating person to take on one-on-one. <laughs> Joel can be a... <laughs> <laughs> Goose Gossage calls Jose Bautista a disgrace and says nerds are ruining the MLB. (laughs) Not real names. Subheadline, sources say Gossage knew the public wanted to hear an old white guy tell them the problem with baseball. (laughs) Subheadline, we're going to earn the explicit tag today. Uh Uh-oh. His name is Goose Gossage? Yes. Is he a character in DuckTales? No. Goose is a nickname. Okay. 
Though Makes I imagine sense. if they had ever had a closer or a relief pitcher worked into DuckTales, they probably would have had it be Goose Gossage and have it be an actual goose. Makes sense. That Richard Michael Goose Gossage. <laughs> ah, Ricky Mike. Um, so he's a submarine pitcher. Mm-hmm. And here he's delivering some low blows. Ooh, ooh. He mm. says, Bautista is a fucking disgrace to the game. He's embarrassing to all the Latin players who ever played before him. Throwing his bat and acting like a fool... Like all those guys in Toronto, Cespedes, same thing. Whoa! Whoa. Yeah. All hey. those guys in Toronto? Yeah. Uh, Canadians. <laughs> Anti-Canadian rhetoric. That's Clearly. pretty rough. No, it's not good. Yeah, you gotta yeah. love the whole, like, at this point, this idea that, like, uh, one Latin player is really going to be carrying... Like, the flag for all Latin players? Latin like, Canadian player. Yeah, yeah not exactly Latin Canadian mm-hmm. Like it's not it's not like 1975 anymore. It's not just Clemente. Like it's it's most of the people in baseball. Right. There's a wide variety of Latin players for you to look at and make decisions about. Yeah. Well, Sammy Sosa going white has not changed like the broad opinion of Latin players. Wait, in baseball. Sammy Sosa became white? Oh, he pulled the Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. Thing. Oh, I didn't know that. It looks really weird. It was not a good call. Okay. Uh, so what, what Mr. Goose is referring to with the bat flips is when a player dramatically flips their bat to celebrate a home run. And while many enjoy this showmanship, uh, others, notably pitchers and Trump supporters, sure. are more <laughs> openly critical of the bat flip. Yeah. Uh, Goosage, gossage. Ah. I said Goosage. Goose, Goose Gossage. Goss Goosage. Lewis Gossett Jr. Gossage Goose. Con- he continued his, his uh, Dr. Seuss speech. Mm-hmm. It's a joke. The game is becoming a freaking joke because of the nerds who are running it. Nerds! Really? He blamed it on nerds? Now that seems like something a Trump supporter would say. Everyone yeah. at the NFL just stifled a chuckle and went, Nerds running baseball? No way. <laughs> <laughs> you think so? Um, so? Oh, ask me what happened. What happened? What happened? I'll tell you what happened. These guys played rotisserie baseball at Harvard or wherever the fuck they went, and they thought they figured out the fucking game. They don't know shit. (laughs) Wow. And it's true. Most sports fans will tell you it's their Ivy League education that strongly influences their decision to play fantasy sports. Sure. Everyone, like, I think about, like, oh, yeah, it was probably back when I was, you know, working at the Crimson. Mm. I discovered my love of rotisserie fantasy baseball. Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. And there's nothing that tells me that a person doesn't know shit more than going to an Ivy League school. <laughs> Clearly a big dummy. <laughs> a bunch of fucking nerds running the game. You can't slide into second base. You can't take out the fucking catcher because Buster Posey was in the wrong position. And they're going to change all the rules. Did they change that rule? I used to like they, watching collisions yeah. at the plate. They did yeah. change that rule. That's too bad. They finally decided that they cared about catchers as people. <laughs> well, well that's a mistake. He's, he's talking about one of baseball's few contact plays, and these nerds who are essentially taking away an athlete's right to choose what they do with their body. Right. <laughs> who are <laughs> these fucking nerds? They're not playing right. the game. Uh, uh, I do have to say, like, what a generic rant. Right. If you'd been like some old white guy who played baseball in the 70s is going to say something derogatory about the game today, go now. I feel like I could have written it and gotten it like 75% verbatim just off the top in of my fairness, head. In fairness, I don't think he scripted this beforehand. I, don't I think, think he, he was either. literally just going off the top of his dome. But I think that that's my point. I feel like I could have scripted it beforehand before hearing him say it. Like, right. oh, I'll probably get angry about nerds, say something about Ivy League, ruining the game. People flipping bats. If you'd thrown in that he was a relief pitcher, I would have been like, oh, I'd probably be angry about bat flipping. Oh, yeah. and here, here's another one coming off the greatest hits people complaining about baseball. Oh, yep. 
You can't pitch inside anymore. <laughs> I'd like to knock some of these fuckers on their ass and see what they would do against pitcher in the old days. Said a grown ass man who goes by Goose. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what they'll probably do is they'll uh, they'll take the base, <laughs> keep working counts, <laughs> then score more runs against you than they would otherwise. Uh, Gossage ended his press conference by saying how he really feels that former LAPD detective Mark Furman really caught some bad breaks. Oh, he just rounded yeah. it out in a really weird, <laughs> unnecessary yeah. way. He went too far, man. Yeah, and the thing is, the 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 <laughs> it took you a second, it Joel. It did. So took like, you a second. <laughs> Joining us now on the podcast is quarterback Brock Osweiler. Brock, great to have you on the show. Yeah, hey guys. Hey, big hey, big spender. Yeah. Yeah. Seventy-two million dollar man. Yeah. Brock Osweiler. Seventy seventy-two million dollars. Right. Four years, seventy-two Ooh. million dollars. Houston Texans. Hey, it's not gonna be a question of whether you're gonna be the starter or not, right? Yes, obviously. I'm I'm going right in there. <laughs> I have I have I have been a starter before. I had to look it up. But it's it's true. For a while in college and briefly in the pros, I was a starter. Yeah, you you started about half the games this year for Denver. Yes, I did about half of the games for Denver this yeah, year. Peyton wasn't looking too good. You kind of came in and righted the ship. Uh, yeah, I mean, I did okay. You know what? I, mean, I didn't do great. You know, you don't, Brock. I must say, you don't sound too confident. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, it's here's the thing, guys. Somebody walks up and they say, "Hey, what? Seventy-two million dollars?" You say, "You say yes." Sure. Yeah. But, absolutely. But then you start to wonder, am I am I worth $72 million? Well, here's what a great asshole in Los Angeles once told me. He said, hey, I get paid a lot of money, but that's because I'm worth twice that, right? Okay. So that means that you're really worth more like $144 million. Ooh, I feel like I'm worth less than that. <laughs> oh, Brock. wow. That's really Brock. honest. Brock, I mean, what's oh, why, yeah. buddy? Hey, Look, you're the quarterback. You're the general of the team. I'm really glad the Houston Texans are so confident in my abilities. But the sure. thing is, prior to this year, I had 30 pass attempts in the NFL. Like, that's that's like half a game for Tom Brady. I had 30 pass attempts in three years. Wow. So, so and, then, and then I only started one year at college, too. I was a backup my first two years. Ooh. But, so, I mean, that's normal, right? Yeah. It's just it well kind of but it's just it's happening it's happening really fast. Well, you know what? You know? You're going to be great and if you're not great then the fans will let you know about it quickly. Yes. Yes. It's just if you guys ever seen like the like the romantic comedies where at the start like it opens with somebody about to get married and then they're like, "Oh, man, this big wedding and me at the middle of it and it all seems like this happened so fast." Been watching a lot of those lately. I really feel like I can relate to those characters at sure. this point. Sure. Because it all sort of seems like everyone's bringing in a whole bunch of flowers and centerpieces and doves and other very expensive things. And I, I am wondering if this is such a good idea. You know what? It is a good idea. I You're going to be idea, just Brock. fine. Yeah. Uh, all you have to do is not screw up. Yeah. Oh, but that's, that's harder than you'd think at the NFL level. Oh, oh, no, you'll come be on. fine. Whenever you doubt yourself, just up. keep repeating to yourself, don't screw up. Don't, don't screw, screw up. up. Don't, don't screw up. up. Don't screw up. Don't screw up. Oh, don't, don't screw up. up. Don't, don't screw up. up. Don't, don't screw up. up. There we go. Don't You're going to be okay. Just keep repeating that the whole way out Are you car. sweating blood? <laughs> I, I think I am. Oh, man. Listen, guys, I maybe just going to go ahead and take a quick nap. And okay. I, whoa. Ooh. We should not have left that knife there. No, we shouldn't have. Well. Bad season for him. 
Joining us now on the podcast is tech entrepreneur Nat Spigman. Hey there, guys. Hey, Nat. It's Great to- me. The CEO, CFO, CRO, CMMO, and leader and founder of Clune. What is CRMO? Uh, the Customer Retention Management Officer. Okay. Seems yeah, like that seems plausible. <laughs> what, uh, what's going on with Clune these days? Well, let me tell you, Clune was doing great. Right. right you, were, yeah. you started selling rocks at one point. At and then, one yeah. point, I was I selling say that rocks. That was two yes. pivots ago, though. That was a co- Most recently. I invented a sport that can be done on Vine in six seconds. And let me tell you, it might have been a smash hit. Might, might have been a smash hit? Why it might have been never really launched because I couldn't get enough teams to buy into it. You don't say. But that's okay because I, again, the genius behind Clune, have pivoted. Okay, Would another say- pivot for Clune. Would yeah. you say that you, you, you failed and learned something from this failure? I know that's a big thing. In There's no about. such thing as failure in the entrepreneur world. What, what is that's it? What is true. it? There's it's all successes. Okay. Mm-hmm. But sometimes there are, in fact, failures. Hey, tell that to my investors who invented, invested $30 billion into my company because I said it was internet-y. That is, that is a massive sum of money. So well, get this. Seems like internet-y would have worked better in the late 90s. <laughs> uh, it worked great for me. I come in with confidence. That's yeah. the Nat Spigman way. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Well, my new... Uh, have you heard that virtual reality is going to sports? You know, I've heard that, but I have a lot of skepticism. Oh, you now. put on the headset and it's like you're you're right in the middle of the field in a football game, or you're one of the hockey players in a hockey game, or you're mm-hmm. sitting at the 50-yard line in a, the Super Bowl. Okay. Pretty okay. great. Well, yeah. that does sound great, yeah. Well, my problem with that is... What if you don't have a headset? Right. No, I was going to say, that's a huge problem. I don't know that I want to put on a headset every time I want to watch sports. That's yeah. why I'm creating reality, virtual reality sports. Reality, virtual reality sports. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm, uh, I'm actually, I have no idea what walk, walk Oh, it's that. simple. Do you know where the virtual reality camera would be in one of those seats? Okay. Well, I'm actually going to get you a live experience going and sitting in one of those seats just like a virtual reality camera would, and you'll have an entire 360-degree vision of the entire sports arena. It'll be like you're there, because you are. So, like, you're getting people tickets to the game. You're selling tickets They're like now. tickets, but they're reality, virtual reality tickets, and they're a whole lot more expensive. I feel like I'm not going to like the answer to this question. But just how much are they? $70,000 a piece. No, wait, right. no, wait, 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 wait a second here. If we look at 50-yard line tickets for your Los Angeles Rams. Yes. For a single game, I would say a 50-yard line ticket, you know, going rate is probably going to be like in the 500s and maybe $1,000, Joel, would you say? Yeah, yeah, that's just for a seat. Right, right, right. right. So why would you pay 70 times that uh, for something with a different name, but it's the same thing? No, it's not the same thing. (laughs) Do you want to be one of those losers who's just sitting in a seat? No, I don't want to be Or a loser. do you want to have a 360-degree visceral experience of a sporting event? Okay, I want the second one. There I we go. The second one, clearly. And it's just a nominal fee more. You don't have to just pretend that you're transported to another place. 
You can actually transport yourself to another place. Okay. That's right. the clue. Yeah, way. It does Just, sound appealing. It does why don't sound... you Why don't you answer me this question? Because I uh, once again I'm a little skeptical here. Uh, so so I've paid seventy thousand dollars for once for one reality <laughs> yeah. virtual reality experience. Virtual hey, reality experience. Could I come too? Maybe. Yeah, you, absolutely. You know, one hundred and forty thousand dollars. Jordan spends a thousand dollars to get the seat next to me just to buy a seat. No, what no, a no, no, sucker! No. Right? I thought you were gonna pay for me this time. I get like our next seats. Well, I, that's, I'm, I'm constructing a hypothetical. Okay, okay, Jordan. okay. But so I've paid $70,000. Jordan's paid $1,000. We're sitting right next to each other. Why don't you clarify what my additional $69,000 has bought me? How is my experience going to be different than my loser friend Jordan just sitting in a seat right oh, next I to me? I already feel like You know what? I, I, feel, I feel ridiculous. I didn't tell you the best part. Okay, all right, so there's a $69,000 best part coming. Oh, even more than that. Just like virtual reality, we're going to put a large helmet on your head, only the glasses are going to be clear. Okay, so... It's just like a virtual reality experience, but it's real. But why would I wear the helmet? Imagine the highest resolution you can possibly imagine. Like 4K? Better than 4K. What? Better than 8K. It's all Ks. Yes, it's real. the same K as your eyeballs. But wouldn't my resolution actually be better if I wasn't wearing a helmet, didn't have glass between me and the field, and had, you know, more peripheral vision? Well, that wouldn't feel like reality virtual reality. That would just be boring reality. That's what we've had every day since we were born. Yeah, I had, like, a lot of that today. Right. We all have to... Just wade through reality. Oh, boring reality. Yeah, I don't even like it. But virtual reality is fun. Yeah. But not quite fun enough because of all these computer things. Oh, tech, nerdy, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, wouldn't it be better if it was reality virtual reality? Better than reality, slightly better than virtual reality. I'm just That's a, the clune way. I'm appalled by this idea. It's insulting to me as a human being. So what you're trying to say is you are not a customer. I am not a customer. Would you like to invest? I would 100% not like to invest. Would you like to hand out some business cards? I will not do that. I would like to be an early adopter. Perfect. (laughs) That's what I was waiting for you to say because you're a smart guy. Yeah, no, I'm in on this. I want the helmet. I want the whole experience. I want people to know that I'm a reality virtual reality guy. Well, perfect. Then first of all, I'm going to need to see cash up front. Like to you, like right now. I, Give I me speaking, your money. I, in, in general terms, I was. Give me your money. money. I am running out of money. All right. I, Give me your money. I have seventy five dollars in my wallet. Right, right now. Give me the seventy five dollars. All right. Here you go. Seventy five dollars. Wait. Seventy five dollars uh, for a fifty yard line seat's actually a pretty good deal. Oh no, that's not for the fifty yard. That's for the down payment. Right. Right. You it's have to give be... a thousand more payments of seventy five dollars. <laughs> and so, then I so seventy five thousand dollars. Well, there's interest, Joel. <laughs> You can't oh. just... Be, oh. I mean, it's, I have a pretty good credit score. I thought maybe some financing or something like that. You know what? We're going to work out a financing plan because you are a smart guy. That's the clune way. <laughs> oh, thanks. Oh, man. I will just... agree that that is the clune way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait a second. We just pivoted. Wait, what do, you, what do you mean? Yeah, I'm sorry. I just got a text that we our pivot went through. <laughs> what does that mean? I was just locking up. I was gonna actually going to PayPal you that money. No, I'm sorry, but that $75 is now lost, and we just did a pretty major pivot. What do you? What do you? Oh, every time you pivot, you change your business model. Is that how this goes? Uh, well, we alter, we improve our business model. Yes. So, so what? So what is it now? We're gonna stop cancer with our minds. <laughs> okay. 
Thanks for coming Think on the show, Think positive thoughts Dad. and you won't get a tumor. Great to have you again. You are slowly becoming just a simple con artist. Matt Spigman. <laughs> yeah. Today's podcast is brought to you by Sue.co. That's T-S-U dot co. It's the only social media site that pays you to post. So make sure to sign up through Sue.co slash Sports the Number 3 Podcast where you will get paid to post, and when you post, we get a little something too. So go to tsu.co slash sports number three podcast to support this podcast. And now it's time for another wide world of Weird Sports! Wide world of weird sports. What do we got this week? This week's wide world of weird sports, the Homeless World Cup! Uh, the Homeless World Cup. This sounds yep. like a slightly more redeeming version of bum fights. Kind of. <laughs> like, if you make them play soccer, it's, it's a little bit better. Finally, a slightly more <laughs> redeemable version of bum fights. Exactly. The Homeless World Cup is an annual football tournament organized by the Homeless World Cup Organization. Oh, that's what they do. Horribly corrupt, by the way. <laughs> Horribly <laughs> corrupt. Horribly corrupt. Terrible. They are a social organization which advocates the end of homelessness through the sport of association football or soccer what are they kicking bricks together into a house like what's what's their deal sure be sensitive (laughs) the organization puts together an annual football tournament where teams of homeless people from each country compete we're giving me a weird look i don't know i'm just trying to figure out like like you get the homeless people you're like you guys are team america and then you fly them to brazil or something yeah it does seem like instead of uh, giving them that plane ticket, you should just buy buy yeah. them a buy them a tiny house. It's like a two thousand dollar plane ticket. Yeah, two thousand dollars for a person living in the streets—pretty big fucking deal. Big fucking deal. BFD. I agree. Uh, the fourteenth edition of the Homeless World Cup will take place in two thousand sixteen. The defending champions are uh, Mexico, who won in Amsterdam in two thousand fifteen. They got a trip to Amsterdam? Yeah, right? I know. Being homeless has a lot of perks. Right? I get it. Because you, you have no baggage. Nothing's weighing right, you down. Right, exactly. Right. Okay. Carry-ons only for them. That's true. No probalo. Yeah. Yeah. They got their little bindle sack that they could just put in the overhead bin. Yeah. I imagine homeless clowns. Uh, the <laughs> Homeless World Cup uh, organization was co-founded by Mel Young and Harold Schmied. In 2001. Those sound like the names of, like, 20s shucksters. Right. It sounds like they're, like... Oh, the, all into town with a miracle cure. It's like the, uh, like the producers, oh, where they're like, we need to come up with the worst idea ever. Young and Schmied Productions. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh. And Bielestock. Uh, so they formed it in 2001 to advocate for a global solution to homelessness. The first annual football tournament for homeless people took place in 2003 in Graz, Austria. Host cities have also included Gothenburg, Edinburgh, Copenhagen, Cape Town, Melbourne, Milan, Rio de Janeiro, Paris, Mexico City, Poznan, Santiago. It's in Poland. Thanks, Joel. (laughs) And Amsterdam. All places I would love to go. No, can't. No, don't North have the money. American cities on that list. No, Donald Trump would not allow that. Yeah. He would not be pleased. So they is, bring crime. They rape. 
Is this you know. is this like revenue positive? Are they actually selling enough? Joel, it's not about the revenue. No, Haven't I'm, you been listening? I'm sorry, but if this you're spending the money to on a global scale, there we go. Fly these people to all of these distant locations. Like, unless you're making more money selling tickets than you are flying the homeless people there. This makes zero sense to me. Well, we're, well, let's get to the meat of it, right? The international headquarters uh, is in uh, Easter Road in Lee, Scotland. All right. Uh, national partners. The Homeless World Cup organization operates through a network of more than 70 national partners around the world supporting football programs and social enterprise development. So they've got like uh, – I'll simplify for you because you look confused – the the countries help throw in for this. I'm not confused. I'm kind of horrified. Okay. <laughs> well, it's funded by the countries to help. Well, why don't they just build houses? I was because say, the worst there's part is, is when, the, when the athletes are going back on the flight. Yeah. And they get to the airport and they get to the cab line. The cabbie says, where to? And they just go, well, wherever. Yeah, drop me yeah. off anywhere. I'm still homeless. I didn't win the Homeless World Cup. Right. So it looks like it's another year of homelessness for they me. Just, they pull a Tom Hanks and sleep in the terminal as long as they can. <laughs> I'm going to take back what I said earlier. I think this is less redeeming than bum fights. Like, really? I feel like in bum fights, the people get paid, right? Yeah, there's upward yeah. mobility in bum fights. <laughs> yeah. Generally, it's like you get food or, yeah. This sounds not like that. Well, maybe you'll feel better after you hear about the rules. Yes. yes. Player eligibility. Lability. Lability. Players must meet all of the following criteria. They must be male or female. <laughs> Uh-huh. And at least 16 How? years old at the time of the tournament. And? Uh, and they have not taken part in previous homeless World Cup tournaments. You only and? One. And also, they must be any of the following. So they just have to be any of these as well as those. They had to have been homeless at some point after the previous year's tournament in accordance with the national definition of homelessness. Which is? Uh, in America, I think it's like you ain't got no address. <laughs> oh, oh, and, whatever your country's yeah. L- like, if 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 your country says a homeless person is someone who lives in a home, I guess they get to play. Wait, right? Could we could we completely botch those rules in our country and send like our national team? Right, exactly. What, what we consider homeless is yes. Olympian soccer players. We call like, them hey, homeless. You guys camp out for a week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've got an easy tournament for you to win. Or. They have to make their main living income as a street paper vendor. Okay, like the Goodfellows. That okay. seems awfully Absolutely. specific. Or they must be asylum seekers currently without positive asylum status or who were previously asylum seekers but obtained residency status a year before the event. So they have to be fleeing a horrific situation. And then you're like, hey, kick this ball around for our amusement. Yeah. This... This is pretty... I'm, I'm waiting for the thing that's going to make this somewhat redeeming to me. Then check this one out. <laughs> or currently be in drug or alcohol rehabilitation what? and have also been homeless at some point in the past two years. Oh, I thought you just finish it like drug rehabilitation. I was like, oh my God. Like, yeah, then let's get the entire like, hey, all yeah. athletes out. Hey, David Beckham, time to deal with your drug problem. Yeah, exactly. Slash get yourself eligible for the sweet, sweet homeless money. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so participants, there's a maximum of four players per team on the court. Three outfield players, one goalkeeper, plus four substitution players. So eight total. Tournament details, the winning team gets three points. The losing team gets zero points. If a match ends in a draw, it is decided by sudden death penalty shootout, and the winning team gets two points, and the losing team gets one point. Games are 14 minutes long. In two seven-minute halves, 
The field measures 22 meters long, 16 meters wide. They, they're playing they short homeless court. soccer, and they can't even eliminate the shitty sudden death <laughs> penalty kick rule yep. that ruins all other soccer. Uh, so this is actually covered in a lot of media. Can you guys guess what medium has covered this a billion times over? Uh, ESPN Europe? Uh, Eurosport? I'm going to say newspapers. Low-budget documentaries! Oh, you oh, don't say. Yeah, exactly. Several TV documentaries have been made tracking the participation of teams. Oscar. Yeah, exactly. 2011 is 90-minute docu- uh, documentary called Horjou Carton Rouge Contre l'Exclusion was broadcast by Canal Plus and focused uh, on the Paris 2011 Homelessness World Cup. I remember watching Murderball and thinking, I'd like this a little bit more if it was about homeless people. Yeah. <laughs> and that brings them to another wide world of women's sports! Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings a close another sports, sports, sports podcast. Before we go, I'm going to bring out Nat Spigman to give you our uh, contact information there. Hey, guys. Hey, Nat. Hey, oh, Nat. man, I've been so busy with my new pivot. Oh, yeah. What is the new thing again? Oh, I'm curing cancer. Right, right. With my mind. Right, with your Think mind. positive thoughts or you're going to die of a tumor. We're thinking it right now. All yeah. right. Well, then I will positively say you should check out this podcast at SoundCloud. Go to SoundCloud.com slash Sports Number 3 Podcast. You can see all the back episodes. I know you listen on iTunes, but hey, use that new technology box. Check out SoundCloud. And uh, while you're there, make sure to leave a comment and say, check out Clune. Yeah. Yeah, there right. you go. I don't, know that, I don't know that anybody would want to check out Clune. Or you can find us on Twitter. Go to Twitter.com slash Sports Number 3 Podcast. That's Twitter.com slash Sports Number 3 Podcast. Make sure to tweet at us. And then also say that you miss more Nats Bigman. You want to hear more Nat. Let him know. Here. Stop thinking negatively. You're going to die of uh, pancreatic <laughs> cancer. Uh, or you can go to our sponsor as Sue.co. That's T-S-U.co slash Sports Number 3 Podcast. The only social media site that pays you to post just like Facebook. When you sign up through that link, then we get a little taste too. That's T-S-U.co slash Sports Number 3 Podcast. Check it out. And make sure to donate all of your winnings to invest in Clune. Curing cancer with your mind. Thanks, Nat. Really appreciate it. Anytime. Hey guys. Hey Joel. Joel, what's happening? Uh, I just, if anybody's still listening, I want to really emphasize that you probably should not invest in clues. Nobody's still listening, Joel. They hear <laughs> "Hey guys" and they hit the stop button. <laughs> Lights off. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.